Um, the so the podcast that I started in like 2017 at the beginning of 17 um, is about creative real estate, creative creativity within real estate. A lot of things about apartments and what we were doing. Um, and so that one has always been, and, and actually that podcast still is about the same thing. On today's episode of Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, I have Adam A. Adams, the triple A of real estate investing as well as podcasting. Now, I am your host, Phil Better. Now, this is Invest in Yourself, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. I am so excited to have Mr. Triple A himself on the show so he can tell us some of the secrets to jumping into real estate investing, but also how he's now pivoting into the podcasting world, similar to what I'm doing. So uh, without further ado, let's hear it from uh, Mr. Triple A himself. So uh, it's a very simple podcast. I ask you pretty much you tell your story about how you became a digital entrepreneur, how you went from because you were in real estate and then you transitioned to teaching people more about real estate, correct? Uh, yeah. And, and also, just so you know, we've done a few other things also. I've helped yeah. people get virtual assistants and we, we actually have a podcast service which is why I'm probably so, uh, so we Epic. have a podcast service too, where, where we help people launch. We help people, um, we do the post-production or we'll help them just with marketing. Cause a lot of people don't get a lot of downloads. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so it, yeah, I help people with real estate. I have a mastermind. We do those podcast services and it's kind of on the side, but we can help people with virtual assistants too. But um, yeah, happy to help, happy to answer any questions on any of those things. But I want to make sure that you knew it wasn't only real estate. No, it's so. even it's even better now. That's that's even better because now I have uh, more things to talk to you about, and it's not just a one sided, uh, one dimensional. You have the uh, the the real estate where you started and you began your career, right? Yeah. You began there and then you transitioned into doing podcasts and radio and that and teaching people about that, about real estate, I mean? Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, well, I'm doing this and people are asking me about podcasting. So you spun out a podcasting creation company out of that. and Close enough. I will <laughs> tell you, it's honestly because I just didn't think anyone was supporting podcasters at a very high level. And I was, and I just, I did it because I, I wanted to solve that for people. And I, I just started by helping a few friends and then it just kind of grew. So it, it wasn't like, oh, I'm already doing this. I may as well get paid to do it. It was like, nobody out there is worth a darn. I gotta, you know, I gotta like find a way to help some of my friends who are really struggling. So that's kind of how. I love that because that just brings more people to you because the more people you help, they're going to just spread the positivity about your great work. And that's just going to keep growing, growing, growing. Like you, you did with your real estate. Like you had one great customer and they told you probably f told five friends like, Oh, you have to talk to Adam. He's the best. And then that brought you more referrals and just your continued greatness to bring the best value to your client or to your friend is how you probably grew. You're going to grow every single part of your business. Yeah. So before we continue down uh, and get more into it, I do want to just give you a chance to introduce yourself. Sure. Um, so I'm going to give you like 30 seconds, give the space ball pitch, you know, okay. and uh, go right ahead. Okay. So right now. Yeah, right now. 
All right. Not Hi, 20 seconds ago now. <laughs> my name is Adam Adams, and um, I am originally from Utah. Now I live in Colorado. I've been doing a few things for the last few years. Uh, I support my family. I enjoy playing with my kids. I love mountain biking, and it's epic. It's so fun. Uh, but for business, the main things that I focus on right now is investing in real estate and growing that portfolio and then supporting other podcasters to be able to help them to grow uh, as podcasters to be able to get more listeners and downloads. There we go. That's, that's great because I know I have actually two types of listeners right now. I have entrepreneurs who are looking to grow their business and look into investing other things like in, in stocks. I had a gentleman who built his portfolio of stocks uh, only 35 years old and he's already a millionaire. It's insane just from stocks and you with your real estate, but also you have this other service. You're saying, look, I'm not just one facet. I am this multifaceted business person. And so it is also showing, Hey, podcasters, look, you can take your tools that you learn and you can make money off it to become an entrepreneur. So I love that fact that we got that. You got, you're bringing two of these amazing assets to the table into this interview. Well, thank you for having me, Phil. This, I'm excited. Um, so like we said uh, just a little earlier, you started your career in the real estate. What specifically about real estate brought, like what drove you into the real estate world to start? The thing that drove me into real estate is 100% my stepdad. Okay. Um, growing up with him, he, he was just an incredible guy and I was grateful to have someone like him. But he really wanted to teach me how to be self-sufficient, how to not have to work for money. And, and, you know, he, he makes a great living as, as a landscaper. Um, but he also is, has always been really smart to, to put his money in somewhere where it can kind of work for him. Cause mm -hmm. he works hard outside in the hot yeah. sun. And that's really what he used to teach me is he's like, you know, Adam, it doesn't matter. You might, you might, you know, become a quadriplegic. You might, um, you might actually lose brain function. You might, you might die and your family could be there. Like there's so much that could happen. Mm -hmm. He just said, you need to be starting to pay yourself first right now when I was like very, very young. And I didn't listen to him really well, to be honest, but around the time that I was in university, um, during college, he said, he goes, he goes, Adam, I'm just going to give you this gift of a, of a piece of land so you can finally own a piece of America. And so that happened. He, he was such a good supportive stepdad. And so he gives me this piece of land and then his CPA is like, you can't just give your kid that you're going to pay so much in taxes. So he's like, Adam, I'm really sorry, but now you have to pay for it. And so I, I didn't want to lose the property. Yeah. So I paid for it. And that was like, that was my first time ever being involved in real estate. When I sold it, I started doing more like rental things like so that I could get paid every month and kind of grow my, my passive income. Yeah. Um, but that is, that's kind of the short story of how I really got into real estate investing. That's, that's amazing that it was your, your stepdad that came in and he's like, look, you, you, you taught you young, like pay yourself first, pay yourself first. And it took him actually being like, wait, no, I'm going to take this away from you because I don't want to pay where you realize, no, no, it's a, I like this. Give me this back. You know? So it's, <laughs> it's really great that that happened. And from there you, you started doing masterminds regarding uh, 
uh, real estate deals? Yeah, but but that was like a long time after. So oh. so I started investing in 2005. Okay. And, and then I and that was like in real estate. But then I I realized that multifamily real estate was kind of like the smartest way to go. Mm -hmm. So in 2007, I started managing a lot of multifamily, uh, 23 different units and everything. I just started managing it to get a feel for it and understand it, so I could do it on my own. In 2008. During the crash, of course. <laughs> That's when everybody, um, I bought, you know. I bought, yeah. uh, I, I bought my first apartment community in 2008 and um, learned learned the ropes there. And over time, it my, my real estate was more of like a part-time thing. So I had a handyman company where it was me and 13 employees that were helping people. That was how I made my now money. But real estate investing was a big thing. And it wasn't until... Not until 2016, actually. So 2015, I was making more money in real estate than I was making at my job. But for the first time in my life, you know, well, the second time, there was one other time in college where I sold a piece of land and I made more than a whole year's worth of income as a, I was a bartender putting me through school. So yeah, I made more than that in this one transaction, but just fast forward in 2015, uh, I'm like doubling my money every, every transaction. I'm like doubling it, doubling it, doubling it. And so I finally just said F you to my boss. And I, I quit. I was managing large commercial construction at the time. And I quit and I, and, and I said, I'm, I am going to focus on just real estate. And, you know, there's pros and cons. So I'll just be honest with your listener. In 2016, it was really rough without having a W-2 income to qualify for things. Um, even though I doubled my money a few times, it doesn't always double. So there are some risks involved. And so I, I struggled in 2016. I struggled in 2017. And we started doing awesome in 2018. I started doing uh, in 17, started doing like larger apartment communities. And it was in during 18, I had this meetup group, right? It's like um, people would come into our meetup and, and we would connect with them. And that's how we got a lot of our deals. And that's how we got a lot of our uh, passive investors, like people saying, I don't want to do all the work. Like, can you just take my money and me make a profit off of what you're already doing? And so that's really how it started. 2018, we started crushing it. And that's when I finally had people coming to me and saying, teach me how, teach me how. So it, in like 2018, I started bringing on some clients. 2019, I brought on a lot more clients and founded a mastermind. And um, 2020, that mastermind grew and we did even better in the business. Well, there's pros and cons in 2020 because of COVID. Yeah. So we stopped doing what we call distributions on the uh, rentals that we owned. We started just leaving the money in. So we did less of those distributions. And so I know this is probably a long story, but that's kind of how I ended up um, going deeper into the um, podcasting and helping other podcasters. So I've, I had had a podcast since 2017, I think. And everybody was like, how do I, everybody else was trying to start a podcast in 2020. And so they keep coming up to me and they're like, how do I do it? How do I do it? And I helped a few friends and they all crushed it. Like they're all of a sudden there, we launched their podcast and they're 
they're like top 1% in the world. And other people are like, let me do that. Let me do that. And so I said, I got to start charging for this. So, so yeah, we've got about, um, just as we're recording, it's still a, a newish company, right? We got about 18 clients right now. And more than half of them are ranking five times better than just the top 1% in the world. They're ranked off the charts. They, they're getting tons of downloads. And, and, and it's been so rewarding for me to finally find a way to like systemize the thing, to give it to, to new people that are brand, brand new and starting out. But uh, that kind of pulls us full circle, I think, with everything. And, and so you kind of can see where I am. Mic check. Can you hear me now? It's super quiet. Something happened. What about now? You can hear me now, but it's not that good. Correct. Should we just should we just try it with the mic that's working even though it echoes it started out sounding pretty good. Really sorry about that. It's, it's fine. I just yeah. It's my mix, it's all good. An old mixer so I, I'm going to have to upgrade that. Oh, I get the Rodecaster Pro. So that's at least a good thing there. Perfect. Positivity. Positivity here. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no it, it really interests me cuz even with my this podcast because this is the second podcast I'm doing. I had a, an entertainment one that was good, but it caused so much work. And so now that I started this new one, this podcast learning about entrepreneurs who have made it in the digital world, because I want to make it as an entrepreneur. I've, I've had people come and ask me, hey, can you help me grow, like, grow my podcast or make a podcast? So I'm like, yeah, so now I'm learning how to systemize the whole the whole process so that it's easy to copy and paste for other people you know and one day hopefully i get a big clientele like yourself but i'm having more fun talking to people this is the part of podcasting i like i like talking to people and learning about them and right now i feel really horrible that i have a horrible mic that's not working <laughs> it's it's all good it started out sounding awesome but uh yeah, no, no biggie no biggie um so your podcast has it it's been all is it always been on uh, on real estate development and real estate management? Um, the so the podcast that I started in like 2017 at the beginning of 17 um, is about creative real estate creative creativity within real estate a lot of things about apartments and what we were doing um and so that one has always been and, and actually that podcast still is about the same thing the interesting thing is that i actually sold the podcast because i was thinking to myself that creative real estate really doesn't pull that many people into apartments and so how if because what uh, some of the things that I was doing is I was helping people with my mastermind group to be able to be better at at uh, at what they're doing, you know, within uh, raising money, attracting capital for for big syndications. And and so there was that. And then 
and then I also knew that my other avatar, if you if you call it an avatar as well, my my thought on an avatar is your perfect client. My yeah. other avatar is a passive investor, right? Somebody who wants to put millions of dollars or even just hundreds of thousands of dollars into the deals that we're doing so that they can get a return. And so on that podcast, I was thinking to myself, if, if I had a ton of money, would I be scrolling through iTunes? And, and if I saw something that said creative real estate, would I be like, Ooh, that's perfect for me. I got lots yeah. of money. I need to figure out creativity. No, but if you're, if you're trying to get involved in real estate for the first time, maybe you have a, a lack of capital. You're going to be like, Oh, creative real estate. I need that. And so I think I was really just attracting the wrong people. I was attracting really new people that wanted to just barely yeah. get into real estate. And I was probably attracting people um, that didn't have the capital yet to be able to be a passive investor. And I thought, I just got to change this. And But I had a good listenership on my show. So what I, what I did is I reached out to some people and I just said, would you want to buy this? Would you want to buy this uh, show? Um, I knew I could rebrand it and keep all of the benefits, but I thought if I started it over, I would get even more benefits. So I just, I asked and, you know, I had one, uh, one that was like around $7,000 and then one that was 50 and then one was like 50 something. I don't remember, but then my highest, uh, offer was for $60,000. So I went ahead and sold that podcast and, um, and I, wanted and i'm launching two new podcasts right now in fact i'm I, oh. i'm almost certain that by the time this episode airs they're already out so we can just talk about them anyway but just so you know currently i'm barely launching them and, and actually there's two of them one is called the apartment investing show yeah i was and, i was just noticing over your shoulder the uh oh the, yeah the, that is genius i was going to be like okay, so when, when I asked, you're like, well, I started this one and then I sold it. I'm like, oh, very nice segue into your new show. But I didn't, I didn't think you had two shows. I only knew you had one because of the uh, yeah. branding you got there. I love that. And, and then I'm also launching, I have the gall to launch, <laughs> the podcast on podcasting sponsored by growyourshow.com. So it's going to be the oh. podcast on podcasting. I've already been interviewing every single week. I have tons of content ready to go. It's going to be the podcast on podcasting. Phil, I'd love to have you on my show, the podcast on podcasting, talking about your ups, oh, your downs, 100%. what you've learned and all that kind of stuff, because I'm really doing half of my interviews where I interview somebody to get their experience and the other half is short um, episodes where it's just me just giving, uh, you know, five minutes of heavy value. Um, so I'm so excited. And as you know, I have a company that does that for other people, launching, editing, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. So it really helps to pull in my avatar, you know, pull in people, give value yeah. to podcasters. And and then if if they decide, hey, why don't I just have Adam do the post-production or my show's not big enough. Uh, why don't I hire Adam for a little bit so that I can kind of boost it up, maybe get in the top 1% instead of just, you know, having crickets. So um, I'm stoked. Yeah, no, I got two podcasts genius. launching right now. Oh, that's amazing. And I, I'm looking forward to when I, because I do have plans to bring back the Phil Better show because I do have a passion for watching movies and that that's, that's like, 
part of my entrepreneur. I love the creativity and watching movies really helps open up the creativity. So I love talking about movies with that. So I'm going to be relaunching it with everything I've learned from the last two months of redoing my podcasting with this show. So like, I love that you're going, you have the gall to do two podcasts, let alone the podcast on podcasting, you know, (laughs) but as you mentioned that, I actually have a former guest who is trying to make a hit podcast by doing it independently. Oh, nice. So I'm definitely going to put you in contact with him because I'm sure he's going to add so much value to your guest because right now he's doing Facebook ads for podcasts. He's attempting Uh, to see if advertising works. Awesome. Awesome. Perfect. We definitely put me in touch. We've tried all sorts of things, um, Facebook ads, I like this this really random one that we could never really get in enough of the information to really add value to the listener. So I apologize for even bringing it up, but we do this private messaging campaign. It's it's long and and it's it's long form, but what's kind of cool is we do it for like as a third party. And so like what we might be doing, let's just take the your old podcast um feel better podcast about oh, movies right better, feel, better. feel yeah. better show and so so let's just pretend that that's what we're doing so we might re- go into uh two places we might start at linkedin and we might go see anyone who's in like the movie industry and, and everything like that uh-huh. and then we might start by what we do is to scrape the data don't ask me how because i don't even know how legal it is but we scrape the data on linkedin and then we do um we um, reverse engineer like getting their information. I'm trying to remember like the term for it. Uh, it's uh, anyway, the point is we get their you, phone number. You clean all the list. You, yeah. You clean the list and all yeah, that. So get we all get all that information. And then, and then, um, and then what we'll end up doing is adding them on, on LinkedIn. And then we add them on Facebook too. And we start, a, we, we send them a, a, a private message on LinkedIn that says, Hey, I saw that you were um, huge into the movie industry. That's awesome. Like, um, do you recommend any podcasts in that industry? I'm looking to. I'm looking to know more uh, podcasts that might be out there. And then we reach out to them on Facebook and we'll private message them and we'll add them and we'll say we'll say, Hey, um, I don't know if you saw my message on LinkedIn, but I really wanted to get a hold of you. Um, reach out to me as soon as you can. Okay, something like that. That's the first thing. And then we we go back and and we ask them, you know, do you have any recommendations for like uh, YouTube channels or podcasts that we I should be watching or listening to to be able to get more involved into this industry? Uh, How did you do this? We just ask them questions. We really want to get to know them as a friend, Mm -hmm. like as a real one on one way. And then we um, and then we reach out to them later and and we just ask them. Hey, you don't listen to the Feel Better show, do you? Question mark. I I recently came across it and uh, listened to a couple episodes. Are you? Do you listen to that one? And they'll and they'll say, Oh, I'm I'm not sure if I heard of the Feel Better show. Uh, and then we'll go. Oh, well, this one episode is really good. Would you want me to send it to you? Question mark. And then they and then they go and say, uh, I'd love it if you would send it. And so then we forward them the link. By the way, you never ever ever give a link on PM on DMs without permission. That is just a no no. It's too spammy. So so we ask for permission. Yeah. They say yes, and then we and then we give it to them. And then later on, we reach out to them and we say something to the effect of, Hey, what did you think of that episode that I shared with you? 
and then we get their feedback. And then later on, we might say, we might say, Hey, did you, um, I, I bet you anything that feel, it looks like he's trying to grow his show. I bet you anything he'd be honored if you gave him an honest review about that episode. And we just ask, we say, we just gave him a, I just gave him a, a an inner, a, a five-star review. I think he would love it if you would do it too. And then, and then we follow back up with him. Hey, did you ever leave? Uh, did you ever leave that guy a, a, a rating or anything? Five-star review. And then, and then a few weeks later, I know this is complicated. And I'm not giving you all the pieces yet because it's just too much. Yeah, no. But th the last thing, another thing that we do is we reach out a couple weeks later and we bring up a different episode and we say something like this. Oh, did you just hear that last episode? Phil dropped. That was awesome. Right? Question mark. And they're like, mm -hmm. Oh no, I didn't hear it. Uh, and then we say, Oh, it's episode 113. You've got to listen. Um, and then they're like, okay, I'll go check it out. So then they go back and now you're hitting so many algorithms within Apple because we keep mm -hmm. pushing them back to your show. They keep downloading more of your show. They give you a rating, they give you a review and they keep listening after. And it works so well because we're a third party. Anyway, anyway, we're trying all sorts of stuff, including Facebook, but my oh, favorite, that, favorite that piece is... is this private messaging campaign. Yeah, no, um, uh, companies do it all the time. I see affiliate marketers doing it. They're creating like automation for businesses, for chatbots to help them increase sales. So why shouldn't podcasters do it more on a personal level? Because podcasting is one-on-one. -on -one. It's it's a personal thing because you're, you're listening to them. So if someone reaches out or it's automated, it doesn't feel real, but having a one-on-one -on -one person like you doing it or your business associates or your VAs doing it for you, for the your clients and that, that's even better because it just grows your network and you can help grow other podcasts because they trust your opinion of podcasts then. Yeah. Freaking. And I'll say that my favorite part about it, just super duper fast, is like when we do it this way, when, we, when we're um, reaching out to people one-on-one, -on -one, 75% of the people that listen to that download the first podcast this way leave a five star rating and a, and a written review. It's in it, that is like stupid, awesome numbers, by the way. For anyone yeah. who doesn't, 75% of the people that download it the, from our private message campaign, they rate it and review it. Um, however, in general, if you have, uh, you usually have one out of a hundred people that are really your listeners that aren't going through this private message campaign that take the time to give a rating and review. So because we're like asking them if they would do it or telling them it would probably mean a lot to the host and they're listening to so many, it, they're, the probabilities are skyrocketed, like 75 times more likely to rate and review the podcast, which adds a lot of credibility to your show. Like yeah. it adds a lot of, I guess, what's the word for it? Um, uh, authority it brings authority uh, authoritativeness to the podcast. Yeah, because it's got a lot of proof. List, yeah, it's getting that social proof because you're yeah with Apple with Apple iTunes. You're not only just seeing where it says in a, the ratings in America. You're actually seeing if it's in India, if it's in you know England or this because you're getting people from all over the world. Obviously, you want a big following in the U.S. because it is the giant market at the current moment. But that is getting authenticity 
to to show through and you're not getting like how sometimes some people use it, use bots and that to get it bombed on uh, Amazon or something like that. This you're getting authenticity because the people are actually taking the time. You're turning those 75% into your 100% hardcore fan. Uh, yeah, well, maybe not. I, I got to be honest. Maybe not all of the 75% of those people become a hardcore fan, but our even strategies 20, do a lot of benefits for sure. Yeah, even if you turn uh, 25% or even 1% of that 75% into a hardcore fan, over time, that's still great because it can you, you have these fans that will be diehards for you, will help you grow your podcast when you do a call to action like, hey, make sure you tell a friend or make yeah. sure you like us on Facebook. They'll be more likely to do that for you be, because you've done the personal outreach to them. I agree 100% with that. Freaking genius marketing. It's so fun, genius. right? <laughs> it is. I love, I love it because none of this was around or I wasn't listening or I wasn't looking for podcasts like this back when I started the Feel Better show. But Same. also... The, the, with messenger and all that that wasn't around that ability to do that a lot of people were more closed off because they were scared like who is this person scamming me because we were scared of the internet because we grew up being scared of the internet now people are very like super friendly on the internet you have the crazies of course but they're so more more open like i've joined like a couple of podcasting groups and i've seen more positivity than what i saw be before like five years ago so like the fact that you're making the podcast of podcasting is great because you're bringing a more, the next level of podcasting. It's like the development of the, the uh, HTML, you know, the websites, like, you know, it, the first generation were, were horrible. <laughs> and then the second generation, they keep getting better and better. And like, you're adding to that layer of podcasting because the people who listen to your podcast and they start wanting to make it, they'll start following your formula. And it's going to make, they're going to make it even better because it's a more formulaic and then they're going to take it to the next level, make it take what you like and take what this person likes and make it better. And it's genius. I love that. Awesome. I, I really appreciate that a lot. Uh, and it does seem to be working right now. Anyway, it seems to be working awesome. So, well, you, you have case studies showing that like, like, like you said, 75% are more likely to leave a positive five-star review that just there from just doing, if I do it, if a regular podcast does reaches out to one fan a day, you know, and communicates with them and asks them if they do that for a hundred days, they're probably get 75 new reviews, which will help them increase their rating dramatically. Mm -hmm. I agree. Cause people, because uh, people like that one-on-one -on -one, like touch because we've lost some of that thanks to COVID, but also thanks to the internet. There's like that lack we're, lack of that human connection in essence, I think. I'm, I, I come from a sociology and anthropology look <laughs> lens because uh, that's what I studied in university. So like I, I like looking at everything from like how does it affect society and how will it go going in the future yeah. so it's it's amazing oh my god i love this <laughs> i love this Sweet. um so i'm going to give you the uh next five minutes uh i want you to you can pitch whatever you want promote whatever you want tell us where we can find your podcasts where we can find you online what's the best way to you know ha have you help us make a million million dollars 
Sure. Um, well, seconds. that's good. And I don't. I boom. hope I don't need five. I hope I don't need five minutes. But um, but yeah. Let's let you think here. want it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so um. I guess I want to just start by just adding a, a bit of value to the listener because for the most part, like podcasts are becoming the new business card. So my opinion is like now that we're so many different people are starting podcasts, a lot of people do feel and rightfully so that, that isn't it saturated. They might say, isn't it, you know, blah, 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 blah. So my, my thought would be just to kind of help the listener to make that decision. If, if having a podcast is right for them, I would start by saying, regardless if, if it becomes a well-known podcast or not, it is like a business card. It's a better business card because when they find you, they can just go and play your episodes and start to get to know you. That's exactly what happened to me when I was trying to raise private capital for my real estate syndications. And I was just meeting with a passive investor, a potential passive investor. And I said to him, I, I just let him know, hey, I have got a podcast. And he's like, really? And I grabbed his iPhone and I subscribed to my show. And by the way, when he wasn't looking, I gave myself a five-star review, of course. And then I and then I handed Hello. him this. I handed it to him and I said, "This is my show. Feel free to to check it out." And the guy listened to 6D because that podcast, by the way, has 540 episodes already. And so back then it had like 150. And and so he goes, "Adam, I've listened to 60 of your episodes." He called me, by the way, three months later, like my business card off my business card. He go he called me three months later. He says, "Adam." I, li <clears throat> I listen to 60 of your episodes. I want to invest with you. I want to be partnered with you. I want to go with you. I want to support you. You're the man. Like maybe I'm not even the man, but like to him, I was the man. And to you, the listener, you're going to be the man or the woman to a certain other person that's perfect for working with you. And so this business card really, really worked. And through that, I've been able to raise millions of dollars private capital that i've been able to raise to close on real estate deals and i'm honestly the truth is i'm no different than anyone else like i enjoy marketing a little bit more but if i didn't do the marketing i would have somebody market for me and then we'd be in the same place i'm just a guy and i have a podcast and it became my business card and it made it helped me to be able to raise millions of dollars so regardless of what you're looking to do. Do you want to do real estate? Do you want to do, um, you know, what, mergers and acquisitions? What do you want to do? Do you want to sell more? Maybe you're a lender. Maybe you're a, a real estate agent. You need to have some type of podcast, not only because it's way popular for you, but also because you're going to be able to resonate exactly with your perfect avatar. They're going to find you there. Maybe you're talking to them and then they go and listen to 60 of your episodes and they call you three months later and say, Hey, I've always wanted to buy a, a rental from somebody. Will you represent me? I like you. And that's what a podcast really does. It allows us to be ourself and not to, not to be some fake random person that is, and just an idea of who we want to be, we can be ourselves. And, and after being vulnerable or whatever you want to call it, after being ourselves for months at a time and just enjoying, like you said, Phil, you enjoy talking to people. And as you just be you, 
people that listen to your show are going to want to do business with you. So it doesn't matter if you're helping people with podcasting. It doesn't matter if you're a real estate agent. It doesn't matter if you're a lender or whatever. You're going to find that's the best funnel for you to get in front of the most amount of people. Um, so I just wanted to inspire the listener that they ought to do that. And they need to do it anyway, but also to let them know that if they can do this other thing, it's really going to benefit them a lot. If you can just make sure that when you jump in, that you market the hell. Can I say that word on your podcast? You market the yes, hell out can. of it. You, you really, really, really push it out. You send it to everybody that you have their emails. You send it, you call everybody that you have their phone number. You text everybody, you private message everybody. You put it on your Facebook, everywhere that you can possibly think if you don't have money for marketing and, and Facebook ads and hiring someone like us. You still gotta do all the stuff that you can do because if you can just do this small thing, which is just hacking into the algorithm of Apple, the iTunes algorithm. If all you do is just hack it by getting lots of your friends and family by calls and emails to jump on that podcast, give you a rating review in the very beginning, you've already benefited yourself because you're going to go from having less than 20 listeners at all to being able to get that algorithm so that Apple says, huh, something something about this guy, something about this woman, when they launch this podcast, they're getting more traction. They're doing something on their own. Okay, well, I'm Apple. I want to keep putting this in front of more people to see what happens because they do, they do what's called A-B testing, split testing, basically saying that they're going to put someone else's podcast in front of people or yours in front of people. Now, you, you hack the algorithm by getting lots of volume in the beginning now they're going to push your they're going to start promoting you you don't have to do as much that's like with my clients i have them do all the things i just told you plus i actually take advantage of doing that stuff because we we guarantee top 10 percent or top one percent we only have two launch plans top 10 percent or top one percent so you launch us with a top 10% if i don't make sure that your podcast gets in the top 10% i'm going to write you a check literally for five grand because you're in the top 11%. I'll still write you a, a check Jesus. for five grand. Now, top 1%, I'll write you a, a check for top for, for $10,000 if we mess up, if we somehow fall, fall short, if you're just in the top 2%. Sorry, you're getting 10 grand because I believe in what we're going to do. So I hope that the listener just says two things. Number one, I need a podcast no matter what. And number two, when I do it, I need to promote it. Now, maybe I can't pay Adam. Maybe I don't want to pay Adam. Maybe I, maybe I talk to him, pick his brain a little bit. Maybe I have him on my podcast and get some free advice or whatever, right? I'm not going to lie. That's what I did right now. That's so, what I did. So for, for that listener right now who's going to have a podcast and where they're the person that's gaining the value of it, I just want to make sure that regardless of, of their budget, that they find the best way possible to get in front of the most amount of people in the first few weeks of launching the podcast. Because when you do this, remarkable results will occur. Some of our clients are ranking 
five times higher than the top 1% because we're doing all this stuff. But anyway, okay, so sales pitch, what would I do? I would just say, like, look, if, you, if you're serious about doing this, we can do your post-production for you. I could do your marketing for you, or I could just help you with the launch and do all of it for you. And the prices are extremely reasonable. And we have guarantees of writing you a check for five grand or 10 grand if, if we're even just close, but not all the way there. We guarantee a top 10%. We guarantee a top 1%. So I'd say the best way to do this is to go to growyourshow.com. Growyourshow.com. By the way, that was stupid expensive for me to buy that. So go do it. Go to growyourshow.com and see what we can do to help. My God. There's so much value that you just provided. Just, I wasn't expecting you to come in and tell exactly the best marketing strategy that to grow your podcast. I wasn't going to expect you to tell everybody that they should have a podcast. I was, I was waiting to sell that at the end of this episode. Like when I do the recall, like, look, look at what he's told you. This is why you need a podcast. You pretty much, I could end the show right here, right now. Go invest in yourself, everybody. And that's it. My episode's done. I don't have any more work to do because of the value you just provided with that. It was more than five minutes and it was great. It was amazing because you provided a lot more value than, than I ever thought. And it's true. I did reach out to you or we reached out together and I know the value of having you on. I was looking at it from a real estate point of view. I had no idea that you had started this podcasting business on the side. So it's even better. Plus I'm getting, I got an invitation onto your show, which is great because that helps me grow my show. Because if your guests, if one percent of your guests enjoy me on your show, then they'll listen to my show. And plus, I've, I'm putting you in contact with my buddy who's trying to make a hit show. So it's going to be interesting him going on your show and seeing the seeing the growth there. So this is a really value packed podcast for both I, of I us. I really appreciate it, and I agree with you 100. I'm I'm thrilled to spend time with you. Would love to support your listener if that's what they're looking to do. I, I think we do a great job and can't wait to connect with your that one guest. By the way, he's using this amazing coffee mug. I don't know if they can see it, but it's it's like invest in yourself and it, it's 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 beautiful. It's I love the coffee mug. How do we how do we get you to send that to us? Like what do we have to pay you? I um merch well, this is great because I was actually going to start the, I have a website called merch uh, by nice. And uh, well, then I yeah, just helped and, uh, you plug it and I didn't even know. I know. Thank you. I was, so I, I gotta, yeah, I it was go a, to merch at feelbetter.com, yeah. right? I'm going to do it while we're on here. Merch by feelbetter.com. Okay. Merch by Phil better. It should be up. Better. Yeah. It should be up. Okay. I'm going. Uh, yes, there is, it is up. And um, invest in yourself collection by now. Awesome. Cool stuff. I love the shirts and I really love the coffee Thank mug. You. All right, Phil, I'm sold. Good, good stuff. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to buy something today. Awesome. That's amazing. Thank you very much. That, that is the world for me. If you have any problems, let me know. Um, Adam, thank you for being a guest and bringing so much value to my guests and showing them that they need to invest in themselves by just like you did by getting the podcast, putting it in front. It helped you grow and get your perfect avatar, your perfect clientele for your business. And obviously this having a podcast, Hey, if you want one that shows proof, he did it. Go see him, go grow your show.com. I've been, I bought some for clients before. 
so it's expensive go and he'll help you out and i'm guaranteed there's hundreds and hundreds of valuable articles and episodes going to be on his, on his awesome uh, thank you guys again i can't believe i'm getting these quality of guests for you guys to hear about their stories about what they're doing and all the amazing stuff going on uh if you need anything make sure you check out his podcast at realbluesspruce.com that's podcast.realbluesspruce.com check out his real his website realbluespruce.com slash invest that's i-n-v-e-s-t these are amazing things i'm on his uh email list it's quality stuff you guys really 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 will enjoy it so get on it as soon as possible again invest yourself